The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am your host, Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to have you here with us today on the Unity Online Radio Network, where we explore the concept of developing a life of peace every day. We do this every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or whatever time it is right now in your corner of the world. And yes, that's right. A life of peace every day. Can you even imagine such a thing? Yes, it's possible. Yes, you deserve it. And yes, you can achieve it. Listen, I'm a mom of two teenagers, a wife, a full-time pharmacist, an actress, author of the, and creator of Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, where I do workshops and seminars. And much like you, my day is extremely busy. But just because we're busy doesn't mean we can't have a life of peace and have it every day. The definition we use for peace, you guys know it. Peace is wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Every single day. Can you imagine what this world would be like if we had that as our foundation? We're whole. We're complete. There's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. That's when it's snowing, when it's raining, when the taxes are due, when there's a layoff, when the doctor's report isn't what you want it to be, to be in that space every day. That's a game changer. That is truly a game changer. I am super excited to tell you today that we have a game changer on the show. Somebody I have known for a while, loved dearly, Dr. Gregory W. Branch. I want you to listen closely to what you can do when you take when you make the decision to change the way you approach the things that show up in your life. When we take fear out of it and we move by faith, it's amazing what would happen. So I don't want to waste any time because this is a full hour of explosive disclosure of what you can do when you take fear out of the picture what you can create when you know where you want to go and you decide that come heck or high water, you're going there. You are going there. Without any further ado, Dr. Branch, welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Dr. James, thank you for having me. I am so glad to be here on today. Well, we're glad to have you. And I want to start off at the very beginning. Of course, you are a medical doctor and your title is long, very I always say the longer the title, the bigger the brain, <laughs> and the more work you had to do to get there. So I want you to just tell our reader, our listeners really quickly what it is that you do. It doesn't have to be really quickly. That's a phrase I put at the end of everything I say at work because everything's moving so fast. Right? You guys know I work as a pharmacist in my full-time vocation, and everything's got to be really, really quick. But here we can take our time and get to know each other. So I'd like the listeners to really get to know what it is that you do on a full-time basis when you wear the hat and the title, Dr. Branch? Well, you know, I am Dr. Branch. 
I um, am the Director of Health and Human Services for Baltimore County in Maryland. I, that means that I am the Director of the Department of Health, the Department of Social Services, Housing, Human Relations, and the Local Management Board. In addition to that, I work very closely um, and oversee some of the um, clinical operations in the detention center in addition to that. So I do a whole lot. I have a whole lot of um, letters behind my name, but I will tell you that it's something that I get joy out of and it's something that I get peace out of because for me, what's so very, very important is being able to make a difference in the lives of the people that we serve. And that's something that I try to get up each and every day to do. So I'm glad to be here and glad to be able to talk to you about this peace every day. Peace every day means being able to create, being in a space where you truly know that no matter what your eyes are seeing, you're able to still create. And when you're in that space, I know for me and probably for all of our listeners, that space right there is where we do the most good, not only for ourselves, but for the world at large. But I want to take this back to the very beginning because so often we hear stories of, or we see people with big titles and big positions and we think, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, it would have been nice to have had those type of opportunities. But I'm here to tell you that there's a song way back when, you guys may or may not know this lyric in the song, but it's not where you're from, it's where you're at that makes all the difference in the world. And I take that to mean where you're at inside where you're at inside, where you're at in, in the physical world can change to where you want to be once you make a decision inside. So I want to go back to the beginning for Dr. Branch. If he could just tell us a little bit about where he started, how he got here, his commitment to who he wanted to be, the obstacles he had to overcome. Because when you're living a life of peace, you guys know this as well as I do. When you're living any life, there will be obstacles. Like there are obstacles every day, probably if you really look at it every hour. And some of them we overcome really, really easily. It's like a drop in the bucket. We've seen it before, we know how to handle it, and we move on. And then there are those things that we never saw coming. Never saw them coming. They come anyway. And though they're still obstacles, they're still stumbling blocks, which means that they can be changed into stepping stones, right? It's just a thing. We decide what it means in our life. So, Dr. Page, could you just share with our listening audience where you started? Were you, did you, were you born with a silver spoon in your mouth and somebody just handed you all this stuff? Don't I wish. No, but it's, it's interesting that you ask that question. When I think back, I was the little boy, the little black child who grew up in Brooklyn, New York, um, in the projects, Gowanus projects. And I was the youngest of four children with my parents. And um, one of the things I can say is that when you have good family and good parents who basically speak life into you, meaning that they encourage you all the time, I think that that was where I started. So we were poor, we didn't have much, but my, my father and my mother really thought that education was the key to success and they really spoke life into me. Um, anything that I could think of or imagine, they were there to allow me to explore that. They wanted, they helped me to develop what my gifts were, and then they helped me to continue on to discover those and develop those gifts so that I would be able to master those things in life and devote them back to the Lord 
afterwards. So I started off, I was in school. I went to a high school, Zadarian High School in Brooklyn, New York, an excellent academic high school. I got a full full scholarship there. Then I went to St. Joseph's College with a um, St. Joseph's College with a full full scholarship as a biology pre-med major, um, and then went to medical school at SUNY at Buffalo um, School of Medicine and Biomedical Services, and um, and I, I got a scholarship there. And so as I moved on after a medical school, um, I went to my um, residency at Johns Hopkins, and that's what brought me here to Baltimore. So at 25 years old, I had graduated, I had my MD degree, and I was off and running. The way is to take on the world and to be able to um, see patients. And during those times, I've been a physician now for over almost 30 years at this particular time. And um, in that time, what I've recognized and understand that I like to help people. I like to make a difference in the people, the lives of people that I'm serving for them. So I love to be able to do that. And that's what gives me the peace and that I know I'm helping someone. But I will tell you that it, it needs to be a balance in your life. We talk about balance and that brings me so nicely to the next point because we are full people, full, complete people. And I said often, and I believe this, I've lived my life like this, is that every desire that we have in life, everyone, and I want you all to test this as I'm saying it, every desire that we have in life fits into what I call one of the big three. The big three being health, wealth, and relationship. Health, wealth, and relationship. You test it out. You think about something that you want right now and see if it fits nicely in one of those categories. And balance is so very important in that, especially when we're talking about careers, because when we think about career, we automatically think about wealth. We think about wealth. But in a career, we talk about a lifetime, a lifetime on this earth, right? I heard someone say once that the Bible never mentions retirement. Never mentions retirement. And some of us shudder at the idea that they could be doing the job they're doing now forever. But what if you absolutely loved your job, absolutely loved your vocation, where it would be something that you would do for free? You guys remember that talk in high school? I remember getting ready to graduate from high school and being in a senior seminar, and they said to me, pick a career that you would do for free, I automatically knew what it was. I didn't have to think for one second. I knew exactly what it was. I wanted to be an actress. I want. I do it for free. I do it for no money. I went to school to become a pharmacist <laughs> because I was focused on wealth. I'm here, 17 years old. But Dr. Branch, you have cultivated a life, cultivated a life that is balanced. I'm just talking about your professions. I'm not talking about anything else right now. Just your professions where you really do what you love and they're so varied. And I'm going to let the let you tell the audience how you mix in your left brain activities and your right brain activities. And out of that, you have generated totality, totality in your professional life. So when I became a physician and I started working at Johns Hopkins as a resident, one of the things that I realized was the fact that I was one of very few minority physicians running around Johns Hopkins. And when I looked around, the people who were around me who looked like me weren't the professional staff. But in that, um, one of the things that I always loved was music and the arts. And I remember um, um, having an employee talent show. 
and we had gotten together approximately um, 14 people to participate in that um, talent show. And um, we started having this choir and, um, and it grew and it grew and it grew. And I can tell you now, um, um, Drazon, that 25 years later, we've had over 600 people participate in this choir. And now we do um, theater and shows. We just did A Raisin in the Sun. We did some other wonderful things. We're getting ready to do a show called Discord in the Choir Pitch, please. So we are just excited about all the things we do. That's the balance because I have the left side of the brain, the right side of the brain. I do the medicine, I do the administration, but I also love and do a lot of the theater and the arts. And that gives me that balance and that's what gives me that everyday peace. So in creating that balance, in creating that balance, I know that you must come up against obstacles and what we call stumbling blocks here on the Everyday Peace Show. What are some of the obstacles that you face or stumbling blocks that you face while trying to have this full balanced career of practicing medicine? And not only just practicing medicine, now you're the director of huge facilities and that must be very time consuming. And then fulfilling your desire for the arts and directing, which takes on a whole nother full, almost another full-time vocation. What are some obstacles you've had to face and how have you faced them? What have you done to overcome them? For me, I think overall, it's the naysayers. It's the people who don't understand, who are relatively negative in your life. I remember my mom bringing me to the doctor and I was approximately eight years old. And my mother had said to the doctor, you know, my son wants to be a doctor. And the, our family doctor laughed. He just laughed as if that was going to be impossible. But we showed him. Now, I also know that in life, um, that comes up a lot. People would think, well, you can't do that. That's not going to work. I remember being in um, college and there was a, a poster that I saw that was posting a, uh, a program that you can um, design an experiment to go into space for NASA. And that was so interesting to me. And I really wanted to do that. And, um, and I had taken that um, piece of paper off the wall to kind of look and see, I'm going to actually apply for this. And the people who wrote me letters of recommendation, a lot of the folks who were in school with me said, you'll probably never get this. But I was determined that I was going to put that application in. And I can tell you today that at that time, less than 30 kids from the United States were selected to be in that program. And I was one of them. And that was just the audacity to just dream to be able to say, I can do this. And I, to this day, I can remember being at NASA with the scientists and the astronauts and being able to design an experiment called bacterial interaction with plant roots in space. It was one of those really big esoteric scientific things to be able to prepare for the Mars trip. But I can say to you that I was blessed to be able to do that. So when people say to me, you know, it's the obstacles that come up, you know, you're not going to be able to do this. You won't have the finances to do this. This is not going to happen. That is actually not true. Because when you believe and you have faith and you understand that you can possibly do this and you know that from the inside, then what happens is the fact that you can and you will be successful. 
that comes from my parents. That comes from them speaking life into me. And so I, I learned that now, never, ever, ever forget that. Because when I was going to um, high school, my mom told me to get up on a Saturday um, morning so that I could go to um, take an exam, the co-op exam for the um, different private schools in Brooklyn, New York. And I looked at her and I said, well, I don't need to take an exam because you don't have no money to send me there. So why would I take the exam? I don't want to get up and take it. She said, get up. And I was complaining. She said, get up. I said, so what happens if I get into school? You can't um, pay for this. And she looked me in my eye and she said, you go take that exam because the Lord will provide. And I didn't understand that then, but I understood it when I took the exam and then the results came in and I had multiple schools accept me. And one school in particular, Zavarian High School, not only accepted me, but gave me a full four-year scholarship. And now I was on and ready to be that. That was the, 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 the jet propulsion that I needed for my career today. Wow. So what I hear you saying is this. I want our guests, to, our, our listeners to really get this, is that first stumbling block, and this appears in many of our lives, number one stumbling block are those naysayers. People that we thought would rise up and support us. And maybe they don't even mean to be cruel or crush our dreams. Maybe they're just trying to protect us. But they shy us away from the very thing that is our passion. And if we are careful, we'll let that stumbling block of somebody else not seeing our vision. We'll let their, their vision control our destiny. How crazy is that? But it happens all the time. It happens all of the time. You have an idea about something, you tell a close friend or your spouse, or and, and they just they can't see it. They can't see it. You know why they can't see it? Because it's not their vision. And then, of course, there are those who, like you said, the doctor who laughed when you had the audacity to say that you also were going to be a doctor. There are those who are small-minded. But either way, either way, we have got to take responsibility for following through on the vision that we have for our lives, that vision. And then the second one, I love this one because it hits so many of us too, is that we can't see it. We just can't see it. We feel it. We know we should be doing that, but we just can't see how it could be possible, either because of our lack of education, our location that we're living in, or uh, uh, lack of income resources, lack of support. We just can't see how it could happen. I'll tell you guys a quick story. When I was, my daughter was two, maybe two months, I decided to return to acting after practicing pharmacy for a number of years. And I couldn't see it. I, I was living in a state where I had no support and my husband and I were alone raising her. But I knew one thing is that I, if I didn't follow my passion, I could never with real true conviction convince her to follow her passion. I didn't know where the, where the daycare was going to come from. And believe it or not, for many years, acting coaches, directors, let me take my child on my back to rehearsals. So you don't have to know where the provisions are going to come from. You just have to be willing to follow through on what it is that you feel is for you without validation from somebody else or from somebody, some other source. 
This is so important. We really got to get this. In order to live a life of peace, create a life of peace. Because we were created to be creators. We're either creating a life of, of lack because we don't believe in ourselves and a higher power. We believe more so in the people who are looking on who don't know us from the inside out. So we got to really get to the point where we're listening to ourselves and we're pushing past those things that would love to be stumbling blocks and making them our footstool so we can stand on them. We can stand on them and turn them into stepping stones. So I want to just, acting is my passion. It is my absolute passion. I also work in the healthcare. And I know one, one thing for me is when you work in healthcare, that is a totally scientific mind. Would you agree with that? Definitely a scientific mind. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, we are taking those classes and those pharmacology courses and physiology courses. You got to have that scientific mind to be able to get through that. But the wonderful thing about it is the fact that once you get through those scientific courses and things like that, then you're able to actually do what you really set out to do. And that's to be able to help another individual. Yeah, and I find that too. But when I talk to my colleagues, this is years ago when I was first getting back to acting and I said, this is what I want to do. Everybody looked at me like I had six heads. And because I had lined up a little bit, I was a director, assistant director of a facility and nobody could believe, no one could believe that I was interested in this flighty thing called acting, called acting, because that was you know, something that was way out in left field for somebody who's in science. I didn't know Dr. Branch at the time. I didn't know any other healthcare professionals who were doing what I wanted to do, but I still pushed through. I still pushed through. I really, that's what I really wanna encourage our listeners today is that you are multifaceted. Just because you're good in one thing, doesn't mean you can't be good in another thing too. If you have it in your heart to do something that seems totally out of left field, but you feel so convicted about it, step out on faith, try it, even a little bit. You'll see what doors open up for you because your blessing, your blessing, your talent, your life is not just for you. It's for those onlookers who are on the who are sharing the planet Earth with you as well. That blessing is for them as well. When they see you do something, oh my goodness, it, it raises the bar for them. They say, well, maybe if she could do it, then maybe I could do it. Have you found in your life, Dr. Branch, that there have been people who have been encouraged to really reach for their dreams because they watch you do what you do on a regular basis? Of course, and that happens all the time. I remember being um, a resident at Johns Hopkins and um, I walked into a room and there were approximately, there were actually five young ladies in there, African-American young ladies, who were complaining about a nurse. And they were nursing assistants. And they were complaining about this nurse. She don't know what she's doing. I've been doing this for a long time. And she's going to try to tell us blah, 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 blah. And I looked at them and I said, then why aren't you guys nurses? Why don't you go to school? And it gave me that look of like, you mean we can become a nurse? You can become a nurse. Think about it and go back to school. And I can tell you, all five of those ladies went back to school and they all got a, a BSRN. Um, and they are, and two of them have their master's degrees. Um, so you can inspire people to do some wonderful things in the arts, 
um, when I work with people, I know that there were several people who I've worked with over the years who have started out acting, being in musicals with me and getting bit by that thespian bug. And now this to this day, that's what they do for a living. And so they didn't plan on that, but that's exactly what they're doing. So I think that we can inspire people when we can say to them, you can do this. All you have to do is think about it and dream about it, and then you can actually do it. It is possible. It is possible. I love that. I love it. I was doing a, a, some research last night, happened to be on a call with a reverend, and just looking up some things, and he said to me that there are three words, three phrases that we should never say to ourselves, and I certainly believe them. And one of them was, I can't, I can't. That is the total opposite of it is possible. It is possible and it becomes more probable when we make the decision that there is nothing going to stop you. That everything that shows up that looks like a stone of life, I'm gonna use it to turn it into a stepping stone. And one of those things that pops to my mind when I think about your busy schedule is all that you have, the responsibility at work and then going and directing plays and directing choirs. I mean, you're one of the premier top directors in Baltimore. And how do you, how do you balance that with time? What is the time factor? That's got to be a potential stumbling block. Well, it's always a stumbling block because what we did not mention is my family life. So, you know, I, I was a single parent of um, two young men. I'm more grown now, but I actually have a granddaughter now. And you have to balance the whole idea of your work your family and your extracurricular activities. But one of the things I always say, if you want something done, always ask a busy person because a busy person will, will take care of it and get it done. And so I think that it's important that you really look at your time and look at exactly what you need to have done. And then you will find that you will be able to get these things together. You'll be able to do it. It's not a problem at all, but you have to be organized in what you do. And so you definitely do the job that I do. And you know, I'm the director of Health and Human Services in Baltimore County, but then I also took the technique that I can to be able to understand. So we're going to come right back to that because I know a lot of people are interested in how to balance their time. This is Dr. Ravon James Everyday Peace. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. 
God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what the Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much? To find out more about Unity teachings, visit unity.org. Did you know Unity has published a new book by Eric Butterworth? This wonderful writer and teacher, who is loved by so many people, left a recorded class called Practical Metaphysics that has now been turned into a book. It's Vintage Butterworth. He explains how to live from a deeper state of consciousness and awaken to health, love, prosperity, and peace of mind. Practical Metaphysics. Find it online by going to unity.org and click Shop. Follow Unity Online Radio on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with all your favorite shows. Become a fan by clicking the like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our post. Be the first to find out about any big special guests that might be appearing on the air or any events at Unity Village. We want to hear from you. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. Thanks for listening. Find the truth within yourself that heals, reveals, guides, and transforms. Tune in to Reverend Galen McDowell every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms. Take a deep dive into the practical aspects of new thought teaching, starting with forgiveness, spiritual healing, prosperity, and more. Reverend McDowell welcomes some amazing guests, and topics can range from reincarnation to the Bible to science. Big plans to join the show here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Dr. J. Von James, and we have Dr. Gregory W. Branch with us today, and we're talking about that age-old stumbling block. We all know it. It gets in everybody's way. It's time, right? How do we have time to build and create the life of our dreams when so many other things are demanding our immediate attention, right? But this is our journey. This is it. This is our journey. And taking that issue of time, all of us only get 24 hours in a day. I think the busiest person and the person with absolutely nothing to do, never met that person. That person probably does not exist. But we all get 24 hours in a day. And we're talking about living the dream, living your dream. If there are parts of your life, that are still unfulfilled, you're in the right show today because Dr. Gregory Branch did that. He, he lived his dream. He had a creative side. He wanted to be in the business, as I say, um, in plays and directing and choirs and also a medical doctor, really heavy stuff. 
So we're joining back in the question. He's giving us some wonderful words of wisdom on how to overcome this potential stumbling block of time, how to make that into a stepping stone. So I think when you look at time, you have to always remember that you got to prioritize what you really want to do. So you got to start your day off by putting in the things and make it a really good effort to put things in your day that you want to be able to complete. That's so very, very important. I think many people look at this and they say, well, I can't do it because I got my family and I got everything else. I think sometimes we use our family as an excuse. And in fact, we should be using our family to show them as an example, not an excuse, to be able to show them that you can do many things. And so I think it's important that, it's, that whatever it is that you would like to do, prioritize that and make it happen. And you can make that work. Priority, prioritizing is the name of the game. But and also I would say this to you listeners is that spend some time getting to know yourself because you don't want my priorities or somebody else's priorities to become your priorities. We're all individuals. We're all leading our own journey, right? And I think we get mixed up here sometimes. We hear about somebody else doing something. I know when I was a young mom, I would hear about all these moms, you know, they were doing superhuman things, right? And I was working full time and parenting without a support network and I was acting. And <laughs> my kids did the things that we could fit in as a family, but I couldn't have you all the way over 90 miles away every weekend or even, you know, every month. But we had so many things going on as a family and I really had to have a bird's eye view of what this family did, not what the family next door did, what this family could do and make my priorities based on the lifestyle that I was building here. Something that you said, Dr. Branch, that I truly want to um, agree with is to say that when we use our family as an excuse, we don't really do a great job of showing them that they also will have to know how to create, have to create and not settle for less than. We're talking about having a life of balance. So there will be things, there will be things that crop up. Some of them you chose. A family is a blessing, is a wonderful thing, but it's a huge responsibility, right? A huge responsibility. But we want to be able to show our children that even with these responsibilities, you can be creative with your time, you can be selective with your time, and you can prioritize to have the life that you want. And guess what? That life starts with having the day that you want. One day at a time is, is where you have to be. It's where you have to be when you're, when you're trying to create balance, especially for those of us who are find ourselves fortunate enough to have these careers that are wonderful, that represent stability and income. But there's a part of us that says, you know what, I'd like to try this over there. That takes a lot of courage. You have that. You have that. If you didn't have courage, you wouldn't have fear. They go hand in hand. So if you got fear, you got courage too. And so it takes a lot of courage, but it also takes executive living, which means that you really have to take the position of the executive leader in your life, prioritize your life, farm out things that you can get somebody else to help you with, ask for help. That's a big one, asking for help. Dr. Bridge, along in your career, have there been opportunities or situations where you really had to stop and say, you know what, I'm, in order to fulfill all that I want to fulfill, I'm going to have to get some 
you know, everybody needs assistance. And I need assistance today, yesterday, and I'm going to need it tomorrow. One of the things I just wanted to um, just comment on, I think it's so important, is that you are creating your own life. And that means it's your creation. It's not someone else's creation. So you can't look at the neighbor and try to compare your life to theirs. You can't look at your friend and say, I think what they're doing is better than me. You are the one who's creating your life. So therefore it should be unique to your life. You're the one who's creating it. And I think that's extraordinarily important. Know that this is a life that you're creating for your, yourself and it should be unique to you. And in regards to getting help, I always get help. I think it's so important. You can be a leader, but you, leadership is plural. That means there's a lot of people out there who are leading with you. And I think it's important that when you need assistance, you should ask for the assistance. When you need for someone um, to be able to be on your side or just to give you advice, it's important to reach out for that advice because that is what's going to make you successful. What you do is you learn from other people's experiences. And that's so important. If somebody walked down a road and it was a bad road and they tell you it was a bad road, why would you go down that road? So I think it's important that you do reach out for help and you also get people to um, explain their experiences to you and that you don't have to waste time making those mistakes. I absolutely love that because that's what everyday peace is about. It's a whole, it's the journey is whole and it's complete. And it's a journey that we share with other people for a reason. Now let's be clear, that reason is not for them to redefine your purpose in life. They're going too far, right? And you're letting them go too far if they're doing that. Their reason is for them to give you insight as to the things that they have experienced on their journey. So you can take that into your quiet space you can pray about it and you can get an answer about it the more people you have on this journey that you can turn to for help the easier the journey is i know for many years that was one of the most difficult things to do for me because i was living in a place that was that i was not from i didn't have family here and i never wanted to seem to be like a burden and of course there's that part of i guess the ego right which says that you know if you're not doing it by yourself then you're less than I quickly got over that. When you become a mom and you need help, you learn to say, you know what, I'm going to need a little bit of help here. And that helps. When you allow somebody to help you, that's what you're doing for them. You're allowing them to feel good about themselves, right? That phrase, you're blessed to be a blessing to somebody else. When someone gets to reach out and give you a piece of advice or to share some wisdom with you when you have a situation, it helps them. And it also helps you. So we don't want to deprive that when we're talking about living the dream. Living the dream means that you're living within a tribe. You're responsible. You have a portion of responsibility in the tribe, which is to be true to your vision, right? And to reach out for help. We have a caller on the line. We've been waiting a little while, so we're going to go ahead and get him on. And Tony, you're on the line with Everyday Peace with Dr. Draymond James and with our guest, Dr. Branch. How are you today? Oh, I think we may have lost him. Got to get him back here. Hi, do we have a call on? Is this Renee? 
talking about and um it was so um you know when when we were talking about um paying attention to what what works well for you and um one of the things that i i learned was that if i look out and see somebody doing something that um excites me and i you know i might feel a little uh like oh my gosh how come i'm not doing that what i've learned to do is is it to, to sense, is it the thing that they're doing, or is it their excitement or passion around it? You know, am I missing passion in my life? I might need to be doing something totally different than they're doing. So, to you know, it's so true that you just can't look at what what other people are doing. You have to be um, get to know who you are and what works best for you and and your family, and and you can't just try to mimic what everybody else is doing. So, I I, I really like the conversation and agree. Oh, thank you so much for that. You're absolutely right about that. We really have to, we can't mimic it. We can utilize that energy, though. That energy can be something that we can utilize in our own life, but we don't want to get to that place where we're comparing. That's so dangerous. And it really is a place that can help to allow that, to allow that energy, which could have potentially been a creative space, to become negative and we get blocked. That comparison blocks us. So thank you for that, for that reminder. Yes. Well, thank you to you and Dr. Grant. You have a great day. Thanks for calling in and being part of the tribe. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air with Dr. Drayvon James. How are you today? Hello, Dr. James. How are you? I. I am doing absolutely fine. Thank you for calling in. This is Tony. Yes, this is Tony. It's a great show. Um, you and Dr. Branch are just very powerful, two very powerful doctors, very inspiring. I love the conversation. And I just think it's so great what you all are saying about, um, you know, being you and just being um, who you're supposed to be and doing that. And I like what Dr. Branch said about, um, I think he's talking about traveling down a road and if somebody's telling you not to go that way, don't do it. And so he was talking about, I think he's talking about um, nothing wrong with reaching out and getting help and advice from others. And this is just a wonderful program. I just wanted to commend the both of you all for the very, very wonderful, intelligent, inspiring conversation. Thank you. You are absolutely welcome. It's a pleasure to come on here every week and really give this type of information and get that kind of feedback. So I really thank you for calling in and being part of the tribe with us on Everyday Peace with Dr. Trayvon James. And enjoy great, your day. great, great. Great. Well, I'm going to continue to listen. I just wanted to put those comments out there. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for continuing to listen. Yeah, that's a good point that that, um, that last caller had and the previous caller as well. Being able to come on the airways and being able to share this type of information about how to create a life of peace. I am so passionate about that because too often we settle for a life of less than. This show is about living the dream, living the dream. And I hope you can see what I saw, what I see is that the time and energy it takes to becoming a medical doctor. Many people will say, okay, that's the dream. You've arrived. You're, you're there. You can stop now, right? 
And of course, there would be absolutely nothing wrong with that if that were his complete dream. But inside of him, right, he had more, more. And if that's where you are in your journey, if there is something more, let me encourage you. Let me encourage you that you don't need an external source of validation for someone to say that it's for you, that it's not for you, or that's something you can do, that's something you cannot do. You heard today how he talked about stumbling blocks. Because, you know, stumbling blocks that he created as a stepping stone. Imagine another person in the same profession that you want to pursue laughs at you when you say, this is what I want to do. They feel like, absolutely not. They don't see it in you. But he saw it in him. He saw that in himself. And that's where we have to be. If you can feel that energy inside of you, which is pulling you to something, something, whether somebody else deems it to be more or less than what you have, it doesn't matter. You feel that energy. And listen, Dr. Branch is true. It doesn't have to be an all or none type of situation. So often we go to one end of the spectrum. Would you say that you find that Dr. Branch, people feel like they have to do all of one thing or none of the other thing? It's total different ends of the spectrum. I feel, I think if some people feel that way, but I also believe that some people feel they have to be the best at everything. And you don't have to be the best at that. If your passion is going to be theater and you want to be an actor, you don't have to be the best actor. You don't have to be Denzel Washington. But when you get on that stage, if you have that feeling and it gives you that joy and that peace, then you should be on that stage. Now, if you're looking at that stage has to be Broadway stage, then that may not be where you're going to end up. But there's nothing wrong with being on Broadway in Baltimore. There's nothing wrong with being on Broadway in Atlanta, right? So in essence, you create the opportunities for yourself. So I love theater. I'm from New York. I love theater. I love directing. I love doing that. So because I like doing that, I don't have to be on Broadway in New York. I'm fine on Broadway in Monument at Johns Hopkins Hospital doing those types of things. And so I think it's important to create what you need and what you want in your life. And don't look for other people to be able to say you have been successful in that. You can be successful by doing what you love to do, period. You don't have to have a, a million people to give you a like on a social media about how you did when you, when you sang that song. If you want to sing, sing. Sing in the shower, sing in your car, sing at home, sing in the church. Just sing. If that's what gives you joy, continue to sing. Don't ever let someone quiet you or tell you that you can't sing. That's not the point here. The point is, is that that singing gives you joy, that singing gives you peace, that singing allows you to live your dream. I love that. Don't let someone else define what is success for you. Don't. Because here's the thing, we title everything ourselves, we give everything meaning. You give it meaning in your mind for you. There is, I love it. 
there's no difference between being on Broadway in New York, except for the money, and <laughs> Broadway in Baltimore. If you are getting joy from it, if you are getting joy from it. So I want to ask you, Dr. French, what, can, what do you have on the horizon in the arts for 2019? What's coming up for you? So I, I, I'm going to tell you what's coming up for me, but I do want to say to you that there are people who are singing and dancing, making millions of dollars on Broadway and have no peace. They have no children. And the fact of the matter is I don't need a location. I don't when it's something that brings you peace and joy and you want to live your, your dream. It's not about the money in any way, shape, or form. So as Nike says, just do it and give yourself and live the dream for yourself. So I have a lot of things from a theatrical perspective um, on the table at this point. Now I will be doing a show um, called Discord in the Choir, Pitch Please, written by Ursula Battle here in Baltimore. Um, it's my goal to potentially um, um, do The Wiz. Um, I, I think that I had a lot of young people who want me to bring that back to here in Baltimore. And then there are several other pieces um, that I think that I'm preparing to do. We have the 25th anniversary of Unified Voices of Johns Hopkins, and we'll be celebrating that in May. And we're getting ready to have a Martin Luther King um, Jr. program at the end of this week at Johns Hopkins celebrating the life of Martin Luther King Jr. So we've got a lot of wonderful things going on. And I just want everyone to continue to remember to live your dream. Martin Luther King said, I have a dream and so can you. Dreams are one of those things that we all can have. No one should be able to take away or steal your dream. I could not have said that better myself. I think the whole point here today, in fact, I know the whole point here today, is to encourage you, to encourage you to create the life that you are dreaming about. To go out and do something about it. Never, Dr. Brand said it, and he can say it better. There are people who are making billions of dollars who, are, who do not have peace. This is the Everyday Peace Show, Dr. Drayvon James. And what that means is that we are creating a life every day, one day at a time, that is whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And guess what? That includes you having balance in the big three, health, wealth, and relationship. As a doctor of pharmacy, I was so excited to walk across that stage, to hold that degree in my hand, and you know, just to say I, I'd done it. I'd done it. I had accomplished something. I had created something. But there, we're born to be creators. There was more in me that I wanted to create. I wanted to be here with you all talking about everyday peace. I wanted to be in the hospitals, you know, talking about healthcare, and I wanted to be on the stage, acting and having that part of my life fulfilled. I want to be a mom, want to be a wife. There's so many, our lives were so full. We're so full and they're all about creating. And in that space, knowing, knowing that you have the power to create one day at a time, leaving behind the past, 
whatever is there, we can't go back and get it. Not reaching into the future, whatever's there, we can't go get it until tomorrow, and then that'll be the present. So being really actively engaged in now, in the space and this energy right now, this is the space that you have to create. So if you're listening to this conversation today, and there is something that you want to do, don't put it off. Don't put it off. Prioritize at least making a plan. You know, Habakkuk 2 and 2, chapter 2, verse 2 says, uh, write the vision and make it plain. Write the vision and make it plain so that the people will run and know. Write the vision, make it plain so that you can get excited about it. I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on with Dr. Drayvon James and where I'm going to be because I'm super excited about this vision. Um, January 26, 2019, I will be on my first tour with a group of women that I could not have handpicked any better. I know they come from the universe divinely sent to me. This team will be in Sacramento, California, January 26th on the first ever self-love explosion tour. And if you're in the Sacramento area, please get on my Facebook page, my Instagram, Dr. Drayvon James, find out where we're gonna be in Sacramento. It is a half a day workshop. And if you're looking for a way to really build in 2019, to leave some of those things behind that were stepping, stumbling blocks and now turn them into stepping stones, this place, this event is for you. It's the self-love explosion tour. Listen, how many of us really know ourselves? Dr. Branch talked a lot today about really doing things for you, not for other people, understanding you. How many of us really know ourselves? We're going to discover that. We're going to fall in love with ourselves. We're going to create an external environment that we really are excited about, excited about by first creating a love relationship with ourselves from the inside out. So I'm super duper excited about that. Um, you can also follow me on drdravonjames.com. Uh, that's my website, Instagram, and Facebook. And Dr. French, where can people find out about it? I'm sure we have listeners out there today who are interested in getting into the acting or theater game, whether it be on stage or behind the scenes. How can they follow you? They can actually contact me at the Unified Voices at Johns Hopkins. We have a website, which is um, UV of JHMI at AOL. Dot com is our um, email address. Um, you can see us on our website at www.unifiedvoices.com. And you can give us a call at 410-955-8888. So did you know it was that easy to get into Broadway, guys? Only here on the Unity Online Network, right? That easy to get yourself right on the stage with Dr. Branch, one of our premier um, directors for theater in the Baltimore area. Uh, so the name of the show is called The Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Draymond James. And we define peace as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. Can you tell us one or two things that you do on a daily basis that help keep you in that space of peace every day? I think it's so important that I wake up and I am grateful that I've woken up. And so I thank God every time I open my eyes. The other thing that I do is I have prayer and meditation each morning and 
in that prayer and meditation, I then pray for others. And I actually call their names out and think about them. And that is what allows me and fulfills and starts that day off the right way. So I think it's important that it's not only about you, it's about all those other relationships that you have. And so for me, I thank God that I woke up each morning, I meditate and think about what I'm going to do, and that I actually pray for others in that time. That's it. Everyday Peace with Dr. Brayvon James. Until next time, be peaceful. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcast.